Welcome to a brand new season of Gaming for Good, brought to you by Salesforce.org, where we explore the latest innovations in digital fundraising, from gaming to live streaming and beyond. This is a season of playbooks, giving you the tools and tips you'll need to navigate this brave new world. I'm Will Bond, and with my co-host Shay Thompson, we'll be your guides, introducing you to experts inside charities, online platforms, and the worlds of gaming and streaming. Our second episode is a software bundle playbook. In our last episode, we heard how charities can engage people in their work through downloadable content in games. This week, we're looking at another way that game developers and charities can collaborate, the software bundle. The bundling together of products and services has been around for a long time. For example, book clubs or music labels offering a selection of older content at a cheaper price. In the gaming world, bundles have been available on the Steam platform for years, and this inspired a man called Jeffrey Rosen to start up Humble Bundle. It's a pretty simple idea. A group of publishers come together to offer their games at a knockdown price. The platform promotes and sells them. But, and most importantly for our listeners, Humble Bundle asks the buyer to pick a charity and decide how much money they want to donate. Humble Bundle are now one of the biggest players in the bundle space, and we'll hear about the nitty-gritty of fundraising through bundles a bit later on. But first, to give you a sense of the scope there is to use bundles for good, we spoke to Sally Ward from Whale and Dolphin Conservation. Her charity has formed a partnership with Humble Bundle that's now in its sixth year. Since we started with Humble, we've raised about £2.5 million about six years or so ago. We were introduced to Humble by one of our supporters who turns out to be James Shell, who used to work at Sega. That's Sega, as in the multinational video game company. Six years ago, James Shell was vice president of digital distribution. He's been a longtime supporter of ours. Uh, he's extremely passionate about the work that we do, specifically with Orcas as well. And being in a pretty influential role in Sega, he wanted to support us with his job. James had actually been a supporter of Sally's charity, Whale and Dolphin Conservation, since the 1980s. As a real young kid, I had a, had a real passion and interest in cetaceans, whale and dolphins, and it was very weird for me. I'm, I'm Swiss in heritage and also based in Oxford, which you couldn't get more landlocked than those two things. I have a vague memory of being a very young boy and a humpback whale being dragged round in a lorry, the body of one. As a show thing, I remember as a very, very young child looking at this thing and being totally blown away. And that was kind of where my fascination came from. And when I was going through college, I started to get involved in the charity. This just basically became me sending them a direct debit every month and getting the newsletter. Didn't really think there'd be anything that would come from it. But when James left college and went to Sega, he began to use his powerful position to help a number of charities in their work. My charity involvement hasn't come from charities coming to me. It's been me connecting up with charities to see how I can help things that are passionate to me or interesting for me and seeing if there are things that we can line up that assists them in any way. So James introduced Whale and Dolphin Conservation to Humble Bundle. We actually had our very first Humble Bundle back then and that's grown into this huge, amazing relationship that we've nurtured with Humble since then and it's been pretty fantastic. 
And a lot of that is down to James. He is incredibly passionate and he's so knowledgeable about the gaming industry. So we've actually appointed him as one of our ambassadors. He is an official WDCC ambassador for the gaming industry. He's our one-stop guy to go to for any advice that we need. He's always got his eyes and ears out for anything that we might be interested in. With James, we've learnt that the gaming industry, the developers, the publishers, the players themselves, and anyone else involved in the games industry are just an incredibly passionate group of people who are just passionate about the work that we do. It always surprises me how I always uncover someone who's always interested in a specific subject. People work with one another, they tend to not know some of the sad stories that people undergo in their private lives, right? People don't tend to be forthcoming about some of the, the things they have to endure. And also maybe in a more positive way, some of the passions that they're into. So when you do want to look at a charity, be it you know, medical or environmental, you tend to find people who have that kind of experience and it really helps them as well as individuals help the charity in a way. It's such a positive experience. So how does a software bundle actually work? When you think about your charity donation, like someone coming to your front door or you putting a pound in a bucket, right? You're not really getting anything from that. You're doing a bit of goodwill. You don't really know where that's going. You've given in the kindness of your heart, right? Because you've got the capacity to donate that money. With a bundle, and this is a bundle of content, maybe six or seven video games, either from one publisher or a mix of publishers, and it could be books as well. You have... Uh, an opportunity then to offer these games, the, these pieces of content to consumers, right? The consumer can then donate money. The consumer's then feeling good because they've donated money and they've received something in return. The publisher then feels quite good because we've got money, but also expanded the user base for whichever game it may well be in there. So you're not throwing a game in that could be very new it's a game going in that you might have a sequel for or you want to test the water for something or it's a multiplayer game that needs more users and it's an acquisition plan so you can get users in on a, a reduced revenue than you normally would if they were buying it from a traditional outlet but you're still expanding that user base and you're expanding it quite significantly and then humble are winning because they're taking a bit of cream off the top so everybody is, is having something so it's a win-win situation for everyone. The charity, Humble Bundle, the game publisher, and the consumer. But there's a subtle art to selecting the games and content to put into a bundle. We looked at many other bundles and we saw other people doing bundles and what we kind of came out with this magic formula of between four and five charities on that bundle. It's great having single charities, but really from a user point of view, it, it dictated to them where they wanted to put their money and it's really is in this day and age about choice giving me the ability to choose via a section of sliders what charity i can put my money behind is very important because we again did research on different types of charities that people enjoyed engaging with and the one which came out top which was the one that didn't seem to cause too much discourse and this was literally just behind children's charities was animals and nature and environment but we also didn't want to you know remove charities from that so that's why we'd come out with a magic formula which was an animal or environment charity a children's charity something core to the belief of the developer who was providing us with the content something that would align with their wishes and then also a local charity so something that could be really helpful
helped by this. And we worked with a number of very local charities um, to change their future, really, because when a very local charity gets 80,000 pounds, it can blow their minds and really enable them to do what they need to do for years ahead. So there's loads of different things that we would swap and change, but you always wanted to keep choice. What James's research also threw up was that the number of people actually going into the settings of the Humble Bundle website to change those sliders, to choose different charities, was very, very small. But giving people the ability to choose was crucial. So, how has the partnership with Humble Bundle that James helped to forge supported whale and dolphin conservation? We've been working with Humble for the last six or so years and since that beginning up until now they've helped us raise about 2.5 million pounds which is an incredible amount of money especially for a charity like ours, we're not a huge charity. They've really helped us do a lot of really important work specifically with our captivity work. We've got a partner research station in Vancouver called Orca Lab. The Sega bundle that we had a few years ago actually helped us buy a brand new boat for the team at Orca Lab so that they can continue doing the work that they're doing there. In 2020 alone, they helped us raise $275,000, which is incredible. We actually had a feature charity month with Humble a few years ago, and that raised $680,000, which actually funded most of our captivity work for that year. And that's really helped us with our partner project that we've done in Iceland to create the world's first beluga sanctuary, which is you know, a huge milestone in our work personally to end captivity for whales and dolphins. The WDC is a smaller charity, so the partnership has not only provided tangible change within the work they do out in the world, it's also enabled them to grow their own team. When James approached us and we started working more closely with James and Sega and then they introduced us to Humble, that really did start the ball rolling in terms of how our team grew. So there's now four of us in the partnerships team and I'm particularly focused on the games industry. Without Humble, we wouldn't be where we are today in terms of kind of the progress we've made and the way that our charity is working. The Whale and Dolphin Conservation Humble Bundle Partnership is a really powerful one, and it sets out a template for how software bundles can be used as a force for good. But if you're a charity and you want to get into this space, what are the few most important things you need to know? I asked all our guests to boil down what they've learned for us. As ever, the first order of business is building that relationship. I definitely think that it's not something that you want to just jump in without having any interest or knowledge about. The gaming industry is a huge, huge industry. You can't just expect to knock on the door and have everyone jump up and start helping you. You've got to be authentic. You've got to be genuinely passionate. I guess some advice to charities who are looking into this would maybe want to look internally and see if they have any staff members who are gamers themselves who are interested in video games or may know someone who is and draw on that advice and that natural kind of interest and passion to start looking into the gaming industry as a potential partner. But what if you're not lucky enough to already have a keen gamer in your midst or a James in your corner? What can charities do then? Amazon Smile and Humble, you can apply and it's online and anybody can go in. And then you become one of many thousands of charities, all fighting to be kind of noticed. With the charity, it does seem to be that you need advocates. You need somebody to shout your corner and you need somebody of influence and somebody to guide you along the way. 
and there are a lot of people within the games industry who are very passionate about charities. The way in will be, I think, game developers whose content kind of aligns with that of a charity. So in WDC's case, having content which may be aquatic or maybe even have whales in them is kind of an obvious one. It's all about the charity doing a bit of research and kind of aligning with, this is a product that fits along our values and fits with what we're trying to do. Once you've found a partner, it's really important to keep them engaged in your charity's work. With partners like Humble Bundle or, or Sega or other gaming developers that we've worked with, we always want to make sure that they are included in knowing about what they are doing to help us with our work. We've done things like take some members of Humble Bundle and games developers out to go whale watching and to actually see firsthand the work that we're doing and how they're helping us with the work that they're doing and just sharing that passion that we all have for our cause. But most importantly, remember that Sally and James's story is just one example of how software bundles could be used for digital fundraising. Another campaign worth looking up is the Yogscast Jingle Jam. The point is, every charity's bundle story is different, so forge your own. Don't be afraid to take risks and don't set your heart on something just because everyone else is doing it or you see someone else doing it, it might not always work for you. You've got to make sure that what you're doing is authentic and genuine to your cause and who you are. So don't just expect that everyone's able to work with the same people just because you see someone else doing it. That's been something that's been really important for us. We've made these genuine friendships with people and these people are genuinely passionate and care about what we do and that's why we work with them. So, if you want to use software bundles for good, you can always knock on the front door and sign yourself up to a bundle platform. But it works best if you can find yourself an advocate to the gaming world, whether that's somebody already embedded in the industry or a keen amateur gamer just waiting to be discovered in your own charity. Then work out how you might marry your own mission statement with game content and bring developers a new interesting proposition. Nurture the partnership by keeping developers engaged in the work you're doing, firsthand if possible. And finally, don't be afraid to forge your own path. Thanks, Shay. So there we have it, your software bundle playbook to help you harness the power of bundles for digital fundraising. If you found this podcast useful, do check out the other playbooks in this series on downloadable content, esports, and in real life events. For more information about Gaming for Good and to hear inspiring stories from fundraising trailblazers, visit sfdc.co slash fundraising guide. And thanks to our guests, Sally Ward and James Shaw. This program was brought to you by salesforce.org. It was presented by Will Bond and me, Shay Thompson. It was a Sounds Fancy and Fieldwork production written by Miranda Hinckley with research, interviews and additional writing by Curtis James. The music was by Neil Hale and post-production by Curtis James. <laughs>